When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you ready? Hey guys, come on, bring it in. I've scrolled through my contacts, sent out the invites, and our guests are about to arrive. Welcome back to the podcast dedicated to the most precious human pastime. I'm Gregory Porter, and this is The Hang. This podcast is beautifully simple. I sit down with friends, idols, and inspirations of mine to discover what makes them tick. You have a huge personality. Yeah. And I was like, where does that come from? <laughs> or your daddy. Your daddy. I'm well over 250 pounds. <laughs> and he tried to pick me up. <laughs> What's not to love about this week's guest? His music refuses to sit still and be labeled solely as jazz or hip-hop or R&B. Wow. Come on, bro. I was in the streets on the track. Oh. Then I found the piano. I was like, it kind of, uh, yeah. Come on, man. I, I, I would have been Hussein Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. And we've got him fresh from his latest Grammy win. <laughs> One of the old dusty Grammys, you the know, fresh Grammys. <laughs> you know, my cleaning lady put Windex on mine, so <laughs> I got a spot on mine. <laughs> so buckle up. Behold the immensely talented piano player, producer, Robert Glasper. Actually, you know what? I'm going to sip a little bit of the, what is that, champagne you got me? Whatever you like, bro. And let's do this. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is The Hang. A very special guest today is the fantabulous, <laughs> extraordinary keyboard, piano, organ, uh, soup spoon playing, Robert Glasper. He, 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 he is Yay. the man. You are listening to The Hang <laughs> with Gregory Porter. That's your new theme song. You can use it. <laughs> really an honor to sit down and, and, and chat with you. Oh, for sure. We've been, we've been like circling around each other's orbit so much musically. Absolutely. Sometimes we don't actually get a chance to sit down and do music. It'll be random. It'll, It'll be a super, jam. Exactly. And uh, But it's always good to be around you because you're, you're funny as hell. <laughs> Funny as hell. He don't even remember, but I talk, I've talked about we we would get, you know, we meet each other and, yep. and see each other on jam sessions yep. all over the world, right? Yep. The first time we met was at a, a jam session. It was at the, the old Zinc Bar. The Zinc Bar. You had dreadlocks. I think oh, it wow. was before your nose job because your nostrils were huge. <laughs> And, 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 you know, he had these dreadlocks, thick, snake-like things coming out of his head and huge nostrils, right? And I was nervous. I was like, wow, that's the legendary Robert Glassford. I hadn't made a record yet. And here I come trying to just jump on stage at the Zinc Bar, you, which... First of all, y'all don't like singers. Oh, you already know. Yeah, yeah. you already know. Yeah, you got Ron, but, but once I sang, Ron was like, "Okay, all right, you you in the club? Gotcha. You 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 in the club? Right." But upon initial uh, introduction, it's like I'm a singer. You know, let me, let me jump in. Right. They're like, "Okay, we'll see. We'll see what we can do." Right. I think maybe after about a month and a half, two months of trying to get on stage. Right. I got on the very last half of a song at the end of the night. You know, right. after somebody passed out from doing something in the, in the back, back. Right? Exactly. <laughs> lots, lots of going on in the back of that, for sure. Well, anyway, um, anyway, Robert, Robert came up to me and said, um, I said, what's up, uh, Robert? He's like, do I know you? I was like, uh, no, I, we never met. I'm just introducing myself now. He's, he's, you, he, and then he said, what's that shit you got on your head? <laughs> You 
cold? I was like, yeah, I'm a little cold. <laughs> I'm cold-blooded. <laughs> cold-blooded. <laughs> and here we are. It's 10, 10 15 years later. Dang. Uh, we're sitting uh, in here. We're in uh, L.A. Yep. In the studio. Yep. About to about to record, record a, song a song for together. Black Radio 3. Right. My newest record. Amazing. Now, that same character uh-huh. that you s- spoke to at the jam session and said, uh-huh. uh, who, I know you. <laughs> Robert called me. I called you now. To be on his record. That's right. You know what I mean? You know, what a blessing. You I'm know not, what I mean? This is not one of those like, yeah, <laughs> I'm Gregory Porter. Now, this is like, <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad that we can, you know, oh, finally, sure. finally be friends. And, and, I'm, glad and, you and found, I'm glad you found, found the way here through all your billion streams. <laughs> You were able to make it to the studio. Sometimes it's hard for you to get through. You know, listen, uh, you know, a stream in L.A. is the same as a stream at a, of, at, at, on a mountaintop in Denmark. Uh. So I go to all those, you know, those mountaintops and fjords all mm. over the world mm-hmm. and try to collect those little streams. Mm. Because they're all the same, buddy. Indeed. You may have popular streams. Hey, that's a song. Have... There's a song in there, Greg. There's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> that was a word, for sure. Yeah, I got a song called, um, She's an Analog Girl in a Digital World. Mm. Anyway, we'll oh, work yeah. on that later. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. But, uh... Sure. Yeah, man, a real pleasure uh, to talk to you. You dabble in music uh, all over the, the the spectrum of genre. Yeah, and I love it's it's almost a um, it's almost a rudeness in your approach <laughs> to to like yes, I do. I can do this, 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 this. And this. Oh, is that an orchestra? I can work with them too. Right. And it's 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 amazing. It causes the listener to open up and expand their ear bigger. Mm. So saying that, let's go back to uh, your beginning. Mm. I know your mom was a choir director, but where did the the bug for music and yeah. the understanding of music c- come from? So, yeah, so my mother, I always make this joke, she was literally like Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act. Uh, she <laughs> during the week she sung at the funk clubs, the R and B clubs, the jazz clubs. You know, she did Broadway gigs. She literally did country gigs. She had a country gig uh, every weekend, actually, literally in a barn. Wow! So in my house, you know, you didn't know what you were going to walk into when you came in the house. What kind of music my mom be playing? And mm-hmm. then on Sundays and Saturdays, she was the minister of music at churches. So she was the minister of music at a seven-day Adventist church on Saturdays. Wow. And she was the minister of music at a, a, a church on Sundays, a Baptist church on Sunday. Yeah. But during the week, you know, she was she was in the devil's music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, man, when you walk into my house, man, it could be from Mahalia Jackson, Aretha Franklin, to, you know, Liza Minnelli, to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-huh. Ella Fitzgerald, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 you, you never knew what it was going to be when you go in the house. And so that's kind of where my musical muttness, if you will. M- mom, mom played piano? <laughs> yeah, my mom played piano. Uh, she passed away in 2004. Oh, that's why we're using past tense. But, yeah. Um, yeah, she, she played piano enough to accompany her, you know, herself. Yeah. Sing, cause a lot of these gigs she did on her own, just piano and voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I, I got my love for Billy Joel from my mom. She did Beautiful. a lot of Billy Joel songs, a lot of yeah. Lionel Richie songs, real singer songwriter yeah. stuff too. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, the that's did your mom sing the Gambler? The, uh, <laughs> she didn't sing the no Gambler. No win, roll them. No win, fold them. But no I love Kenny Rogers. Yeah, she sung Lady. Yeah, okay. She sung Lady. Yeah, even though that's you know man supposed to sing. That's it. all right. Beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. My mom sung Lady. Wow. You know what I mean? So I know a lot of these artists. I know. There's so many artists that I know. I know the lyrics to so many things that yeah. I didn't even realize I knew lyrics. I, it, it wasn't a thought because my mom was a vocalist and she she blurs the lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's literally where I get it from. Even I know voc- I know lyrics to so many jazz standards. Uh-huh. I don't even real. I, and the, the reason I know them because me and my mom used to sing <laughs> and uh, do duets at the house all the time, and right. I would be reading the changes from her book of with, with the lyrics in them. Wow, the jazz standard. But we used to yeah. always do there. There be another you and yeah. body and soul, and you know, just all these all these tunes. Yeah. 
and then then I realized, oh, I know these lyrics because I'm 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 looking at the changes, but the changes are under the the lyrics under the changes. Yeah. So I'm like, why do I know the lyrics to you know my shining hour? <laughs> you know, it's like random, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so um, she was she was country gigs, soul gigs, yep. and doing. Uh, a church gigs. Did she did she take you to church? Were you were you hearing? Oh man, I was a church boy. I, I was yeah. I was at church three four times a week. Okay, because she was the minister of music, so that means I had to be there for choir rehearsal. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, and that's two choir rehearsals because she was the minister of music at a church on Saturday. Yeah, of course. So we had choir rehearsal on. Uh, Whatever, probably Tuesday yeah. for the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Yeah. Wednesday choir rehearsal for the Baptist Church. <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. Right. And then I'm going to church with her on Saturday. Okay. And then I'm going to church with her on Sunday, right. which is where I learned how to play. Okay. I learned how to play piano. Literally, I, I didn't start playing till I was 11, bro. Like with one finger, <laughs> one finger playing 11 at the Seventh Day Adventist Church and at the Baptist Church. They both had like organs in the corner, a random broke organ in the corner. Uh huh. And she would let me fiddle around on that during the service. Wow. So I literally just learned on the spot. And, and these weren't big churches, you know. Yeah. It was small storefront yeah, churches. Yeah, storefront. That's, yeah. That's, my, that's, my, that's my history. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's literally my first time playing by myself. Like, this is my feature. Every Sunday, the church, <laughs> the preacher would be like, whose birthday? Is there a birthday in the house? And if it was somebody's birthday or even the month of their birthday, he would hold out a bucket of candy. And right. it was my job to play happy birthday with oh one finger. Oh, my God. That is so... I, I was like... I, it's, it's, I feel like I'm in the corner of this church right now because Yo. that's what when you say bucket of candy yep. when it was when it was uh, uh, I, was, I wonder was that a thing that went around to all the black churches right. because when it was somebody's birthday Elder yep. Russell would you you uh, as much candy as your hand will fit come on you could reach into the bucket and, come on. and, and uh, yeah and, and get all that candy yeah, that's what it was but at those particularly a little bit less unorthodox less slick churches yep. you can have more opportunity yeah the mm. funny the funny thing is at a little bit less slick a little bit less unorthodox jazz clubs mm -hmm. you can get your opportunity to get up on stage and say something that's been my experience yeah but we'll talk about yeah. saint nick's pub true oh know, man later saint in nick's pub <laughs> Wow. Later on in the conversation, Woo. we'll talk about how I, 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 how did I get so much stage time and 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 time on my feet and yeah. with uh, different musicians. Yeah. Um, it might not have happened with a, a New York club that was a little bit further downtown. True, I, it needed to be True. a black jazz True. dive bar. Yeah, absolutely. Which I, it's family, I, which I appreciate. Right, absolutely. Right. So they'll they'll license and sanction what it is you're doing exactly. and encourage you. Exactly. Uh, Even as, if nobody else gets it. That's all right. It's stuck church. Go ahead. You, right. you hear that in the back. Go ahead. That's all right. You know, go go, ahead, you baby. Know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What that's that's amazing. Yep. So before the the pedagogy and the 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 theory was instilled in you in the the conservatories, which would come later, mm -hmm. it was finding your way at church. Uh, at church. That's it. Finding my way at church. Finding my way at church. And um, my dad, you met my dad. Yep. <laughs> Pops. My dad on the weekends, he would play, he would wash his car in the driveway, lift the garage up, wash his car. And he had the stereo system in the garage. Yeah. No, stereo system, sorry. Stereo system in the living room. He would move the speakers in the garage. Yeah, of course. The long long cords. cords. Absolutely. And that's when he would wash his car and blast Luther Vandross in the neighborhood. <sighs> Everybody knew it was, oh, that's Gerald. It's We hear Luther Vandross a mile away. That's yeah, Gerald. Yeah. I would then um, play along or try to learn the songs. Wow. Luther Vandross songs, specifically Luther Vandross songs. Yeah. Try to learn them with yeah. one finger, you know, <laughs> when I was playing. So it was literally that and and the church is what got me playing, you know, for real. For real. That, Anita Baker. It was three It was three things when it comes to the piano. It's Anita Baker, give me the best I got, and then the rest of the stuff. But me giving oh, wow. the best I got. My mom had the 45, and used to, I used to play it all the time. Yeah. And it was that, and it was Luther, Nat Adderley. You know, yeah, yeah. hearing all that stuff and then just playing the church, you know, that's literally where I learned to play. 
Period. That's really <laughs> that's really amazing. Yeah. Speaking of your father, mm-hmm. you, you, we were talking about you. You have a, a huge personality. Yeah. And, and big charisma, big funnies. And I was like, <laughs> okay, where does that come from? <laughs> or your daddy. Your daddy. <laughs> oh yeah. I've met him several at several festivals, but yep. at on, on the cruise. Yeah. I think I, I'm all I'm well over 250 pounds. <laughs> and he tried to pick me up. Greg, Greg, reporter. Oh boy, don't you know? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's my dad. That's my and dad. And I was like, wow, I, oh, yeah. I'm in the family. Absolutely. No, you in there. You in there. No, that's 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 where I, I've been seeing that for years. You know, that's my dad. When he leave a room, you know he left. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for real. You're going to remember my pops. You're going to remember my pops. Yeah. For sure. that, but it's, it's beautiful to see, uh, you know, when he is on the road, he's very proud of you. Oh, man. He makes shirts. He called me yesterday. Now I got to make a new shirt. When I won my first Grammy, he made a shirt. My dad's side of the family is from Beaumont, Texas. Mm -hmm. Country. (laughs) And he got this with like one t-shirt shop there and that person makes t-shirts. So he got a shirt. My proud father of a Grammy, Grammy nominated. Yeah. Uh, You ain't won yet. I ain't even won yet. (laughs) Then I won, made a new shirt. Proud father of a Grammy of a Grammy winning son, Robert Glasper. My yeah. website on the back of his shirt. Wow. So it just kept on going. He has all these shirts because he has to keep making new shirts. Boom, 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 boom. Now yesterday he's like, boy, now I gotta make another shirt. <laughs> you know. He is super proud. He has he has my my dad has a book of my certificates from when I was in third and second and third and fourth grade. Wow. Like track stuff. Yeah. When I was running track and all that stuff. Yeah. Like he, he keeps everything. Yeah. That's he's super proud. That's beautiful. Super proud. That's beautiful. So you used to you used to you used to run. You can you, can, you can, uh, man, I used to run. So I I had the record for the mile run. Wow. When I was in fourth grade, I had the record for the mile run. Right? Fourth grade. Yeah. So what year is that? Fourth grade is, uh, what's that, like 11 years old, something like that. So that's like 87. Okay. Right? No, I'm lying. That's like 89. Yeah, 11 years old, 89. Uh-huh. Fast forward to 2011, when Black Radio comes out, my coach from back then emails my management because they did a big thing on the, at the paper in Houston on yeah. the paper about the Black Radio and the Grammys and all that. And he emailed my management and said, Wow, we're so proud of Robert here in Houston. I'm his elementary school track coach. <laughs> and I just want to let y'all know his record has still not been broken. Wow. Come wow. on, bro. I was wow. in these streets on the track. Oh, I was in it. The, I was in these track streets. Killing it. Then I found the piano. I was like, it kind of, uh, yeah, I would have been kinda... like, come on, man. Come on, man. I, I, I would have been Hussein Bolt. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. It didn't happen. You didn't fell. Happen. Yeah, you 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 fell into, uh, you know, you fell actually right where you were supposed to be. Exactly. Look, I have a, I, I always say, because I uh, in ninth grade, I, I joined the basketball team, but I rode the bench. Yeah. And then I, the, the joke is I kept that bench and just slid it over to the piano. <laughs> and... <laughs> Been ever since. It's really, it's nice to know how much, in a way, I carry, I feel like I carry a banner mm. for singers. It's nice to know that as an instrumentalist, as an extraordinary keyboard player, how instrumental vocal music has been in, in the development oh, of your career, the development of your musical understanding, also the development of your Fat wallet. <laughs> yeah, my fat wallet. Okay. <laughs> Again, I didn't pull up in the porch, Greg. Don't let me start <laughs> airing you out. Oh, no. No, it's, no. A, it's allowed me. But you know what? It's allowed me to live comfortably. It's yeah. allowed me to be able to provide for my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, as long yeah. as I can do that, I'm I'm cool. Yeah. As that- long as I can do that. And it's definitely... Cause I know I know what it's like not to be able to. I've yeah. had struggles, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 We've yeah. had struggles, but I you know I have I have worked hard. I've worked diligently, and yeah. I, you know what I mean. I've had plans. I made plans. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And yeah. I try to make those marks, and yeah. and and luckily now I could like my wallet ain't fat, but I can 
I'm I'm good. I'm cool. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, no, that was that was really a joke, man. I, I was really just talking yeah. about how the the, the singer, uh, and I, I appreciate you even answering about it because yeah. you are you are the, you know the, the hardest working dude in show business. I see you on the road everywhere around the world. Mm-hmm. Yet he done produced everybody's record, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he done scored somebody's TV show, mm-hmm. somebody's movie, mm-hmm. somebody, you know. So mm-hmm. that that's amazing. Yeah. But but I, I love the fact that the that the voice has been instrumental in your yeah in your in your musical conversation. Yeah. You you use the voice, the history yeah. of black music. You don't have to give a dissertation on black music because it's in your fingers. Mm, mm, it's mm. in the people that you bring close to you. Mm-hmm. You want to hear the stories of of the diaspora mm-hmm. of of black people you embrace quincy jones mm-hmm. herbie hancock mm-hmm. the masters and foundations of this music and when i say this music i don't just mean jazz mm-hmm. i mean i call it the diaspora of music i call it the house of black music the house of black music <laughs> so many rooms in there gospel right all the rooms in the house all of them are cousins you Absolutely. know what i mean and, and I say and, that I like to go room to room. You know what I mean? With a big house, I try to I like to go room to room. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, really, I mean, vocal music has been even more influential to my to my life than instrumental music, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's because of it's because of my mom. You yeah. know what I mean? Just that I grew up watching her and playing with her in the kitchen, you know, in the house. It'd be yeah. the, the the quick thing, she'd be cleaning up, you know, sweeping or something like that. And we're like, let's do um you know, how high the moon? Let's do right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dang, that's so dope. You know, like that's just so those dope. those kind of songs, bro. And that yeah. that's literally, and not just that. Then we would do we would do R and B songs, the pop songs, and Motown stuff. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Roberta Flack, I Roberta bet. Flack, yeah. all that stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, we would do the closer I get to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> I wouldn't sing Donnie's part, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, bro, that that's literally where I come from. You know, yeah. and and yeah. The closer I get to you, I think, and you know, the experience that I had with my mother would have been more, um, just a closer walk with thee, you know? Yeah. (laughs) 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 But my mother would break out into a gospel uh, song in the car, Mm -hmm. cooking, washing dishes, Mm -hmm. folding, in the middle of helping me with my homework. Come on. So music was this ubiquitous thing. Yeah that wasn't just reserved for for Sunday. Right. Now, my mother was a minister, so it was oh, going to be snap. Sunday. Yep, oh. Sunday, uh, Tuesday night Bible study, of Wednesday course. service, yep. uh, Thursday something. Something. There, there, there was a few Friday night services. Usher day. And oh, on whatever. Sunday, right. Sunday was, <laughs> you, you know, you're going to, it was Sunday, was Sunday, Sunday school. Oh, yeah. Regular service, three yeah. o'clock service, yeah. YPWW, which is like young people's, I don't know, Church of God oh, in Christ thing. God. And that started at six, then evening service. So it was a, it was a very much part of the culture, and music was there constantly. Absolutely. I grew up very shy. Maybe you recognize that when we first met. I right. was like, mm-hmm. "Hello, Mister Blas- yeah, right, 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 right. Blasper." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I grew up very shy, and in a way, it caused me to observe a lot. Right. I'd sit back. My brother was an extrovert. And, gotcha. he, and he would provoke things. And I'd right. just sit back and watch. And a lot of music for me, the beauty of it came by way of listening a lot before I delved into it. Now, quickly, once my my mother realized that I had a kind of angelic sweetness to my voice, mm-hmm. I, she wouldn't let me watch no more, you know. She, oh, yeah, it's a rap, she, for sure. I, I say encouraged, but she would she would be up speaking. She's like, I wonder. In the middle of her sermon, I wonder would my son Gregory come up and do an A, a and B selection. selection? Come on, <laughs> always an A and B selection. It's always an A and B selection. Come on. At this time, he will come. I wonder. She would always say, "I wonder," but there I was wonder. there was there was no wondering. Did you ever sing "I Won't Complain"? I can hear you singing. That. Oh man, are you kidding? I won't complain. Come on. Because I'm God. blessed. You know, a lot of the a lot of the um. A lot of the songs that weren't contemporary songs for yeah. me, yeah. they were songs of an older generation. Mm-hmm. And even my mother loved the songs even before her generation. Mm. So I'm singing songs from 
probably the origin of which are from the 20s, 30s, 40s, these gospel songs wow. that came right up off the field. Right, 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 right. And I didn't know that that would be a rich part of who, a rich part of who I am. Yeah. I, I pull from that now. Yeah. yeah. When I'm on stages around the world, I yeah. pull from that. And people are like, what is that? What is that thing? What is that? Where mm-hmm. do you go? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, I'm at a little storefront church. Bro, that, that's <laughs> how I think of it, too, because I feel the same way. People say, because I, I grew up having to accompany, basically, basically accompany or score or be a part of it. Music, like the, the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the spirit is what I had to pay attention to and, right. uh, and and help bring and help help stir that pot. You know, I mean, it was never about how good of a pianist I was at the church. Yeah. It was just about what can I do to help this feeling in this moment? Add to the story. To add, add to, to the, that. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and, that, and I've always kept that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. my main thing is making you feel a certain way, not... Oh, look how fast you can play. How fast you can play and how much you know gets old very quick. Mm, mm. But somebody taps into, once somebody taps into your your heartstrings, that never gets old. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wow, you just said something. That never gets old. Okay. You know, and that's that's literally where I, where my grounding is. Some yeah. some cats get mad at me when they when I even when I go sit in somewhere or something like that, they be waiting for me to do something super extraordinary. It's right. like that's I'm, that's not what I'm feeling right now. That's right. not what's that's not what's needed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it allowed me to be because that takes courage too to yeah. be that way mm. amongst all the so-called cats. Yeah. Because you feel like you have to prove something every time you sit down. Right. Especially nowadays, when every time I sit down, every time you sing, the camera phones come out. It's right. going to be posted around the world. Right. You know what I mean? So a lot of people <laughs> fall under that pressure of, let me play the hot shit. Right. <laughs> versus let me play what's needed right now to tell this story that's happening in this moment. Exactly. And make you feel a certain way. And it exactly. takes courage to, to do that. You yes. know what I mean? And that's, the church is where that comes from. Literally yeah, where that yeah, comes from. I literally go back to East Wind Missionary Baptist Church. Wow. That's what it was called. I'm uh, always there. Yeah. That's so funny cool. you said that, bro. I'm, I'm literally always there. Very cool. My phone is being blown up right now. That's so the let, spirit. Let me pause. Hey, honey, what's going on? <laughs> My heart is racing up here. I was like, it's got to be something huge in order for her to call five times when I'm in the studio with Robert Glassford, right? <laughs> what? What's take? Okay, take this the medium sized remote and press the red button at the top. Please be recording this. <laughs> Robert is laughing his ass off right now at you. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to go now, all right? Okay, bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Look, I'm so happy nothing bad happened. And me too. I'm happy. I was like, you know. Oh, man. Hey, guys. You're listening to The Hang. Hit subscribe or follow on your podcast thingamajig of choice to get every episode of The Hang fresh off the presses. I lost the feeling, but you give me meaning again. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, yeah, so you, you, you it's, it's interesting because I've seen you on a whole, whole bunch of stages. Well, first of all, the, um, I've always admired your level of comfort mm-hmm. with who you are and yeah. what you've done. You've done a lot of stuff and we're, I still feel like we're pretty young. How old are you? Forty, I'll, man. I'll be forty-three in April. Okay, young. young <laughs> Jesus. You're, you're a whippersnapper. <laughs> whippersnapper. <laughs> you say, major? How old are you? Uh, I, I'm ageless and timeless. <laughs> 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 and um, what is time really? What is age? <laughs> What is it? You know when you start saying stuff like that, you you must be coming up around right, 50. Right, right, yeah. right. He's like, I'm 63. But listen. I started very late. But but listen, um, I, I caught you at this uh, festival in London. It might have been the London Jazz Festival. Uh-huh. Man, yep. And uh, <laughs> you must have played like three songs. Uh-huh. The rest of the time, I mean, extraordinary songs that expanded and went into something right, else right, right, and, yeah. and grew and, you know, got fat and then yeah, short, and, yeah, you know. Yeah. But if you're talking about the hilarity, <laughs> it was a comedy show. You was talking and you came and your hat was flopped off to the side and, and, and just everything you, you was like, wow, you can have your own personality and bring that to the stage and bring that wit and wisdom and, and, and beauty and put it into your instrument and all, and it's, it's still serious. Mm-hmm. There is, n- there's no unserious music going on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the levity mm-hmm. of the banter, you looking at the drummer and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, Chris, yeah, somebody was with you. I can't remember who. Who? It might have been Chris. We were laughing a lot. Yeah, it was probably Chris. Y'all laughing, <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay, this is a family, and this is comfort." Right. And you guys are are all at a level at which you know you refuse to be separated from who you are as a person. Right. Along with your gifts. Right. And that that was. Bing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That struck me. That struck me uh, as I was just you know getting my feet. Hmm. And really starting to tour like crazy. Yeah. I don't have to separate myself from my mother, mm-hmm. Elder Russo's church. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, me listening to Luther Vandross for the first yeah. time. Yeah. All of those things yeah. I now bring with me Absolutely. Uh, on, onto the stage. My that's family. Who it's that's who, it's who I am. You're, it's your milkshake. Right. What right. I always say, everybody is, you, 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 everybody's their own blender and you pour in what it is. You blend it up and that's who you are. That's your, that's your brand of... Uh, Smoothie, if you will. Right, right. <laughs> what you don't put in and what you put in makes right, the smoothie. Right. Right. Yeah, when I did that, it's funny. Yeah, because I love Radiohead's one of my favorite bands. I love Radiohead. And Herbie Hancock is one of my favorite artists. But honestly, when I did that mashup, it's only because I listened to so much Radiohead and I listened to so much Herbie, it came out of the blue. It wasn't like, <laughs> let me sit down and make a cool arrangement. I was playing the piano. A lot of times when I play the piano by myself at home, Whenever I do, I don't play a lot, actually. But when I sit down and actually play, I mix random things together. It's like I'm getting my thoughts and all my thoughts just fall on the keys. And some things I mix randomly. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. You know what I mean? And literally, it just came out. I might have been, I don't know, which, I don't even know which song I was playing first. But whatever happened, it just happened in a natural state. And it just felt good. And I was like, oh, man. This actually works well together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just happened by chance, you know? But that's that's the thing, you know, I when when you when you allow yourself to blur the lines. Cause if you have if you don't blur lines, you're like, oh, when I'm playing jazz, I'm playing jazz. When I'm playing this, I'm playing this. And when I'm playing this, I'm playing this. Then you have less of a possibility of mixing those things. It's like a fe- like a jazz festival. I got so pissed off. I'm keep going on a little rant, but I got so mad I was at what festival? Some festival, and they wouldn't allow me to be on the side of the stage watching my friend play. And yeah. it happens a lot where, and at one point they couldn't get me. A, oh, Herbie tried to come see me. I'll never forget this one. Herbie tried to come see me. They told Herbie they ran out of tickets. Wow. So he's the headliner of the whole festival. He comes in the night before, 
and I'm playing. He's like, oh, shoot, Psh, I'm going to go see Rob. And they won't let Herbie because there's no more tickets. <laughs> so what you just did was cut off the possibility of having the moment of Herbie being on the side of the stage and me seeing him and me calling him out to sing with me. Or I'm sorry, I'm looking at you saying sing with me. Right. Herbie to come play with me. Or you know, you, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I have these music festivals of yeah. songs and they just come out and play with each other. Let us see. <laughs> Let us see. The the, the voice. No, don't on, go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> No. Let us see just walked let in. Let us see just walked in. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on Gregory's podcast. Now you're on it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And that but that's what happened with you, Greg, at North Sea. Yeah. I saw you at North Sea Jazz Festival. Uh -huh. And I was like, yo, Greg, I'm about to go play. You want to jump on and sing at the end of this song with me? He's like, all right. Because yeah. North Sea's cool like that. Yep. And they know those moments will exist. And they're special moments. And they're yeah. special moments. But you have a jazz festival that don't allow other artists to hang on the side of the stage with the other artists. You're missing all those possible possibilities. So when I sit down at the piano, I have those jazz festivals in my mind and with songs, and I mix all these songs together that don't go together on it on their on its own. It just yeah. happens that way, you know. I mean, it, it happens. You it, that freedom happens at like Glastonbury, at a rock festival, or, right? Or, you know, yeah. I, I was standing on the side of the stage with uh, Pharrell was playing. I had no idea Pharrell even knew dust on his shoe. From <laughs> I, I didn't even know he knew me at all. Right. Pharrell comes over to me and and is like, uh, yo, hey, Porter, I love you. Uh, what you doing? I was like, I I, I just finished my show. Right. Which, you want to come on stage? Dude, let me know. Listen, let me tell you. <laughs> I chickened out. Are you serious? I was, I was like, he was doing a song. I was supposed to be on it. I mean, I was supposed to know the song. Right. It's one of those songs. It's been, sure, this is an anthem. You right. know this. I don't know that song, man. I didn't know it. I oh. didn't know it. So I, I that was my, Spotify that, up real quick on your phone. <laughs> Cause I'm happy. I'm alone. <laughs> Even the, right, he had that song, and my my song "Liquid Spirit" was out. Unreroute the river. Both two hand clapping songs. Absolutely. I should have known the song. Absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, he came up afterwards and said, "Anything you need from me." You know, I don't know if I don't know if I at that time I even had a jazz cat come up to me and say anything <laughs> right. you need from me in right. terms of production or anything. Just call me. It takes the music further. It takes jazz further. It right. gives jazz a longer life when you don't cut off the new blood. Yeah. When you let the new blood lead. Every other genre understands, understands that. Yeah. That's why every other genre is leaving jazz in the dust, except classical music. That book is closed. Mm. <laughs> for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than that, that's why they call jazz America's classical music and they're trying to close that book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the book is still the book is still, still wide open. open. Yeah, there's a still there's a there's a there's a new story to be told. Absolutely. Especially after especially after this era. There's a new Absolutely. story to be told. Absolutely. And and the voices the voices that are still there that carry the legacy of the music, voices like Let Us See. I mean yeah. that this Absolutely. you know, come on. Yeah. This is one of the best most Peerless voice in the world. Cut it out. Coming from jazz, we were we were <laughs> doing you. standards before we were doing all this other stuff together. <laughs> right, Me right. and Bilal were doing shows at the Iridium. Wow. Doing standards, bro. Wow. With my trio. I cannot, I cannot fathom. <laughs> I can't even fathom. Yes, man. So maybe full circle, that'll happen again. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? And, and that, yeah, I think that your comfort in that way has allowed you to, first of all, you have this, this um, way about you, this disarming way. How can I best describe you? You have this comedic disarming way, but in that, don't get it twisted. There's some, there's some seriousness there. And it comes about when you're talking about, particularly about black life mm. or justice mm -hmm. or fairness mm -hmm. right next to a video post or something that's really funny mm -hmm. boom comes up something that's a that's about police brutality fairness mm -hmm. and it's it's a way this disarming way that you have it's it can be a way to get close to somebody exactly and then you come to them with the vitamins and vegetables and and the, the real stuff. Exactly. This is now now that you see right. I'm not going to bust you over your head. Right. 
And you see, you see, it's another thing that happens on stage. Mm-hmm. You walk up in your jeans and your hat flop to the side. Right. The suggestion is standing on the corner, I might be dangerous. But within my head and within my hands is a hundred years of genius, of black genius. Mm. Watch it mm. Mm. and realize that what you've been doing with this discrimination with your eyes and with your heart and with your mind mm. was wrong all along. All along. You don't have to be on a, on a, on a soapbox to say it, Robert. You just have to be yourself. It's really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the Vanguard, and this is during the time where I just put out my first album on Blue Note, and it did really well for an instrumental album, did really well. And, you know, during that time, you know, everybody that was going to the Vanguard on the weekends were like, you know, tourists from other countries. So the line was really long outside. I remember walking along the line. And as I'm walking along the line, people are looking at me like clenching their purses and kind of giving me the look of, well, what are you doing here kind of thing. And when I got to the front of the door to go in, it was really packed. So I kind of had to wait. I'd be scared of you too, but you're kind of a big dude. <laughs> right. So they're looking at me thinking I'm going to rob him or something or like, what, what is he doing? One person literally asked me, hey, so what are you doing here? Are you here for the jazz? And like, I was just like, yeah. I didn't say why I was there. I didn't say yeah. I'm, I'm the person you're coming to see. But I, I wanted them to, when they got in there, to see that they actually came to see me. And I, I continue to try to do that around the world, just kill the stereotype of, yeah. you know, if you see, you know, a young black male in sneakers and jeans and, and a hoodie or whatever it is, it doesn't mean that they're a rapper. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're going to stick you up. Yeah, it means that he's probably going to play piano trio and play some of your favorite standards. Right, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a it's a it's a it's a beautifully like disarming thing. Absolutely, and and uh, it's it's a uh, and really it's 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 you being you. There's a thing that that I think we're all trying to come to. Mm-hmm. You know, not 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 only just the, the the black American, but any other. Is even speaking of around the world. It's really, you're just kind of trying to come to a place of comfort. Mm -hmm. What I do is the right thing. Mm -hmm. And the way I do it is not shameful. I think of the the Grammys uh, yesterday Mm -hmm. and, you know, there was a lot there. There was a lot Mm -hmm. of inclusion going on, but, but there were some moments that happened yesterday that were like, whether it be the fact that there was a lot of hip hop, Mm -hmm. Whether the fact that there was a lot of black skin, whatever it was, there was a moment that where that couldn't have happened ten years ago. Oh, absolutely. Or fifteen years ago, it, it would have been like you know that was for another channel. That's not acceptable for absolutely. for for the world to consume. That's what BET's for, right? That's right, what, right. <laughs> that's what they exactly. yeah, right. So you know, <laughs> but at the same time, when we make gains, we we still have to be responsible with the gains that we make. And mm-hmm. so, but, but the, the, the thing that you do, the level of comfort that you have mm-hmm. when you come out on stage. And I remember being with you in a, in the, a premium lounge somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, you're supposed to behave <laughs> in the lounge. <laughs> You're supposed to behave in the lounge, Robert Glasper. Oh, was it the International Jazz Festival? <laughs> no, one of them. Not in the, uh, I listen. I don't know where we right, were, right? I, but it was somewhere where we were supposed to <laughs> behave. Behave. Robert got his carry-on luggage strewned all about, like it's his living room. <laughs> got his shoes kicked off, laughing loud, enjoying himself. <laughs> No, 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 but listen, listen to this. There's something serious here. Mm-hmm. I used to worry about that. I used to worry about enjoying myself too much. Mm-hmm. And then I watch other people. They're just laughing and enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. What makes my laughter and my enjoyment so wrong, right. so dirty, so right. unwelcome? Right. So right. sometimes it's even a thing within ourselves. Right. To say we can kick off our shoes. Yep. Our laughter is is probably at the same frequency as anybody else's laughter. Right. Take off your shoes, mm-hmm. laugh, 
set your things down mm-hmm. and enjoy your food. Boom. You know? Yeah. And, and, True. <laughs> True. Yeah. and that happened to me when I was on the road with you. There we go. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. He just filled Royal Albert Hall. Oh, maybe you didn't. I did. But uh, I mean, I mean, I filled it a few times. You know what I'm saying? I've been out here for a minute. Oh, okay, I've been yeah. out here for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Royal Albert, shout out. What up? Hey, what's up? What's up, Royal Al? <laughs> that reminds me of This Is For Albert. You know that tune, This Is For Albert? No, I don't. The uh, the Blakey and Jazz Messages? It's a, it's a Freddie Hubbard tune. Spit up, wait up, put up. No, way shorter. Okay. I can hear you singing that. This was the Robert Glasper checking his jazz credibility moment. (laughs) He did that. Now we can move on with the interview. Okay. Okay. Um... (laughs) See, guys, I'm still jazz. Something that occurred to me was the idea that I feel that jazz should embrace more wholly people or musicians that embrace it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should reject mm-hmm. or eject mm-hmm. uh, Al Jarreau, mm-hmm. uh, Luther Vandross, Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. Anita, Baker. Uh, Anita Baker, these people who are clearly influenced by jazz. Now, Absolutely. I still feel like the DNA of of the swing and jazz era is still upon us. The DNA is still there. Absolutely. So in singers like Lauryn Hill, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's still there. Absolutely. And you are in, a person who's instrumental in pulling it out. Um, Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. You've been a person who's been instrumental in like, okay, just when you thought that young people are not hearing jazz or respecting it. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. And whether it be, it doesn't have to be the whole song. It could be a moment within the song. Mm -hmm. And you hear the jazz understanding and appreciation. Right. Tip of the hat. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's what it is. (laughs) Matter of fact, remember when we did an interview together, shoot, was that 15 years ago or something? Mm. We did an interview together in a car driving around Harlem in a car. I forgot what this interview was for. Yes. And I told you, I said, yo, Anita Baker loves you. And you were like, Psh, nah, be quiet. I was like, no, I promise. And I called her on speaker. <laughs> right. You remember that? Wow. And yes. I, I called Anita Baker on speaker. I said, Anita, I got Gregory Porter here with me. She was like, oh my gosh. Yes. His voice. <laughs> his blah, 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 blah. But that goes to show what you're yeah. saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, yeah. back then, yeah. you know, Right, respected and loved your voice. It's all it's all connected, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all connected. Yeah, we're and all. Connected. Everybody else might not be connected, but we are. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. As yeah. a people, as black people, yeah, especially yeah. like yeah. these are ties that we have. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it makes sense for us to move through these genres because we've given the world so much music yeah. and so many genres yeah. that they forget it's ours because it's so good. Yeah, it's so yeah. dope. Yeah, and we're yeah. we've given we've given the world more music than any other people. Yeah. Have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, and we can go. That's why that's why I'm making my business to do it. And that's why I think we do it, we can do it in such an effortless way because it's cultural for us. It's mm-hmm. not racial. Mm-hmm. It's cultural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like, you know, I'll never forget I saw something. I saw something that really made a click for me. Um, Denzel Washington was yeah. talking about, he said. Martin Scorsese could have did Goodfellas, but it probably wouldn't have been as deep and as having the understanding of Italian people. Because, like, for instance, me, I know what a hot comb smells like on Sunday morning. That's a cultural difference. That's not a racial thing. Royal crown, right. You know what I'm saying? He said just that, knowing that smell separates one director from another director. Right. If you don't know that smell, then that person who knows that smell probably know that person makes more sense for this. You know what I'm saying? The differences of of those little things and all those things I feel are in the music we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all tied. They're all in the music of what we're talking about. The food that's frying. Yeah. The food that's not baking, frying. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, all, all those things, the getting ready for church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When we tap into gospel music, it's because we're going, we're going to the corner store gospel. Yeah. We're going to the corner store church that we grew up on. We're not going, we're not thinking about the Kirk Franklin song we like. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. We're talking about going to, going to church on Wednesday night. <laughs> We're talking about having meetings by the organ to right. talk about Usher's Day. <laughs> Who's going to leave what song? You know what right. I mean? All right. those things are cultural right. for us and embedded in our DNA. Yeah. And that's why we can go from room to room because it's it's there in us. Yeah. that That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Robert Glasper, dope to hang out with you, uh, whether it's in the cafe Cathay Pacific Lounge. Indeed. Or uh, here in the studio. Yes, sir. We are, we're going to make some music. So Absolutely. We're going to wrap up the hang Indeed. right now and just uh, an extraordinary conversation. Will probably make me sing a little bit better today. My, I don't know. My, my. But that's, but that's, there you go. Well, there I'd like to thank you for allowing me to be on your show, Greg. I know I'm not necessarily Jeff Goldblum <laughs> or of that stature. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He listed all the people we had before me. So, you know, thanks for uh, allowing little old me to come on your show, bro. I really appreciate you, man. I'm I'm really proud of you and all the things you're doing, man. Like, really, 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 really proud of you. Congratulations to you again on the Grammy the other night. My brother, for sure. All right. All right. Me and Greg just agreed that I'm going to produce his R&B album, and we're we're talking about how at the Grammys we keep sitting closer and closer to each other every time I see him at the Grammys. And I was like, "Well, we're going to sit next to each other at the actual Grammys when I produce your R&B album." Robert Glasper. Now I'm it's a, on record. I'm a jazz singer influenced by those musics. <laughs> Stop trying to <laughs> drag me over there to that devil's music. See, you need to see, see. This is how we're you gonna, start. You that's know? gonna be the name of the album, Devil's Music. <laughs> see, I'm not. I'm making the sign of the cross right now, Mom. I apologize <laughs> for what Robert just said. You know, love you, Mom. Got me <laughs> over, Greg. Let us see. Is begging Robert to stop right now. Over. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ed- editors. Please. Thank you. Right. Yeah, okay. We we'll, we'll take care of that. Greatness. We'll My take God. care of that in the post. You cannot edit the spirit. Can you edit the spirit? I don't think you can. The spirit is editless. My God. Editless spirit. That's the name of the new album. Editless spirit. <laughs> Insanity. Let's Insanity. go. We out here. <laughs> thank you. I hate to say I told you so, but he is truly one of the greats of all time. Robert Glasper, thank you so much, my friend. And thank you for listening. It means so much to me. Come back real soon, and I will see you right here. I am Gregory Porter. This is The Hang, a cup and nuzzle production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.